Want to experience Christ United like never before? Download our app today. You can watch live and previous messages, take sermon notes, get calendar updates, find giving options, and more. Just go to your app store and search Christ United. Thanks for joining us today. For more information on our church, check out ChristIsLove.org. Or you can connect with us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram by following at ChristUnitedMB. Thanks again for listening. We hope you enjoyed today's message. Good morning, Christ United. If God's been good to you, can you give him right now what he deserves? I want to ask you right now what your relationship to God's church is. Um, Because for many people, your relationship with God's church um, is really like you're a customer. Um, And if you think about customers, customers get served, right? And so if your relationship with God's church is you feel like you're a customer of God's church, then your question is, is how well am I being served? And if I'm not being served, then I feel disappointed. I evaluate the service. I may go somewhere else to get better service. How am I being served? I want you to remember this, that Jesus said this regarding himself. He said, even the Son of Man did not come to be served, but to serve and to give his life as a ransom for many. So, so here's the truth, is that all of us are in that place that we begin by being served by him and by being served by the church. And we, as a church, love to serve people. But if your relationship with God's church and your relationship with him, in turn, is one of a customer, customers get served. And Jesus saying, that isn't what I created you for. I didn't create you to get served. And somebody might step up a, a notch and say, well, you know, I'm more like a member I'm not just a customer, I'm a member, I, I, I have a sense of belonging, this is my church, you know what I'm saying, and, and, and the sense of I belong, it's not just a place that I stop in, I'm very loyal, I'm more loyal than just a loyal customer, I now have become a member, like members have privileges, right, and so the privileges you have, how many people here are members at Costco, and how many people are members at Sam's? Oh, all right, all right. So, so if you're a member at Sam's or Costco, you get to walk around and eat the stuff that they have at the little stations, right? And you get the, the cheaper prices and you get all that stuff because I'm a member. I have a sense of belonging uh, and it's mine, you know, and, and, and I've invested a little more than other people invest. And what's interesting is you may be saying to yourself in terms of your relationship with the church and your relationship with God, you may be asking the question, what are the privileges that I get if I'm going to sacrifice in order to follow him and if I'm going to be a part of this, if I'm going to you know, pay the little extra to be a member, to actually you know, have a sense of belonging in this, what are the privileges that I should, should expect? Jesus talking to somebody who was wanting to follow him because of the anticipated privileges. Of saying, if I follow him, if I, if I become a member of this thing, then I'm going to get some privileges. Jesus gave this little warning um, in Luke 9, 58. He said, foxes have dens and birds have nests, but the Son of Man has no place to lay his head. So he's saying, look, if you're thinking that it's about privileges that you're going to have um, in being a part of my church and my kingdom and my work, uh, please understand, if you follow me, you're likely going to have no place to lay your head. So don't expect that you will be like a member having privileges in the process. So some people go to the next step and they say, okay, I'm realizing that I'm actually a servant. It's no longer about me. It's about him. And the question is, is what does God want me to do? 
And when you're in that place where you believe it's about what he wants you to do, servants do their duty. And that's a good next step. You're kind of moving up in terms of your understanding of what it means to be a part of his church and in relationship with him as I'm a servant. In fact, Jesus said this concerning all of us regarding our service. He says, so you also, after, when you have done everything you were told to do, should say, we're unworthy servants. We've only done our duty. And so if you're moving up to that level, you look at God and you're saying, what is it you're telling me to do? What is it that I must do? I'm your servant. You're my master. I'm going to fulfill my purpose. And if that's in relationship to his church, then how can I serve? What can I do? How can I work? You show me because I'm your servant and you're my master. Now, all those are beautiful expressions and a beautiful heart to be a servant but sometimes when that is as far as you've gone you can be in a place where the relationship that you have with the father and the relationship that you have with the body and the relationship you have with the church feels like i'm just a slave you know i feel like i'm just a servant i really don't feel that sense of excitement about what i'm a part of here but there's another level that Jesus takes us to, and that is to go beyond the level of just being a servant, definitely beyond being a customer or a member, um, beyond a servant. He says that we're partners, and y'all partners take ownership. When you think about the businesses we've been talking about, anybody here ever eaten at, um, oh, come on, Flamingo Grill? Anybody here, if you've eaten at Flamingo, you've got to eat there. It's a great restaurant. All right, Flamingo Grill is a great restaurant. Um, if you've been around here a long time, if you're an old-timer, you remember Cagney's old place. Do you remember Cagney's? Uh, Cagney's uh, on Restaurant Row was the ultimate restaurant for years and years. Well, the people who own that, both guys are named Dino. And Dino and Dino, um, both owners of this business, if you go into Flamingo Grill, you're going to get greeted by one of the Dinos. He's going to come by your table. He's going to ask you how things are. Um, he's going to be working and serving constantly in that place. Both of the Dinos do. And so they're serving, but they both have ownership in it. And so whether or not the service is good, whether or not the food is good, whether or not it's accomplished right, all those things are of enormous importance to them because they have ownership in it. Now, I want to tell you what Jesus said regarding you and his church. He said this first to his disciples, and ultimately he said in this context that he was saying it to all those who would follow after them, taking up uh, their charge and believing as they believed. Here's what he said. I no longer call you servants. Because a servant does not know his master's business. He said, instead, I have called you friends. For everything I've learned from my father, I've made known to you. Now, here's what Jesus is saying. It's so powerful and so profound. But Jesus was saying to his disciples, you aren't just my servants doing what I'm telling you to do. You aren't just slaves of mine, although that's a good thing. He said, that's a good thing for you to see yourself as my servant. But I'm taking you to another level. I'm not just calling you my servants. Now I'm calling you my friends. Because everything that the Father has taught me, I've made known to you. I've invited you into this to where you take ownership of it with me. I've, I've invited you in. I'm making you partners in this process. From this point forward, it's going to be yours. It's not just mine. It's yours. And you own it. It belongs to you. He then went on in verse 16 and said this, You did not choose me, but I chose you and appointed you so that you might go and bear fruit, fruit that will last. He's saying, look, my purpose for you, what I've done for you, you aren't here 
and the part of my church just because you decided it was a place that serves you well. It wasn't because you decided that you have privileges here that you would like to have. It isn't because just somebody made you do it. But what I have done is I have chosen you to be a part of what I'm doing to change the world. I have chosen you and I have appointed you so that you would go bear fruit, fruit that will last. You're going to be a part of something enormously significant. You're going to be a part of the hope of the world. He had said, I'll build my church and the gates of hell won't prevail against it. You're going to be the ones that bring hope to every person on the planet. Now, I have given you everything the Father has given me. I've taught it to you. Now, you're going to take ownership and you're going to be the ones to see the world change. And then he said this. So, I chose you and I appointed you so that you would go and bear fruit, fruit that would last. And then he says, so that and so that whatever you ask... In my name, the Father will give you. So he's saying, look, I've chosen you, appointed you, and given you this responsibility so that you would bear fruit. And also, I have appointed you and chosen you so that whatever you ask in my name, the Father will give you. You're going to have all the power necessary to bring hope to this world. You're going to be the one to change the world. I'll give you everything you need to make that happen. And so, guys, when we're talking about being partners, I just want to ask you, have you ever gone to that place in your heart and mind where you realize I'm actually a partner? I'm a partner not only with every person who is a servant of Jesus Christ. I'm not only just a partner within, within this body of Christ here, but I'm a partner with Jesus. He has made me his partner for changing the world. And we are partners in the gospel. I want you to think about what it means to be a partner in the gospel. Guys, we aren't just partners in a, in a business or a ministry or we aren't just partners in this institution called the church. We are partners in the thing that brings hope to every single person on the planet. Let, let me illustrate. Um, this just and, and it, this happens all the time. Somebody came to our last ag council meeting. We got one tomorrow night. We call it partners update. At every partners update, a man I met with this week said that was one of the most powerful experiences I've ever been a part of. He's been a part of church for his whole life, but he said when I came to that partner update, he said my wife and I were blown away. He said because we heard testimony after testimony after testimony about lives that are being changed. You see, partners come and they realize, man, every single week, week in and week out, in these walls and beyond these walls, lives are being transformed. And when you get to hear that, it will rock your world. It's like, man, I get to be a part of that. You mean I'm a partner in that? I'm seeing lives changed in that way. Like, for instance, right now there's a mother sitting in this place who is telling me the story about her son who was going through addiction and rebellion and all kinds of stuff. And the gospel, the, the truth that you and I share, got hold of him, and it totally transformed his life. And she said, he's a different kid. He's a totally different young man than he was before. And she said, and all that credit goes to Jesus. And thank God for this body of Christ that was able to be a part of that process. But, but listen, think about this. God's saying that there are teenagers all around you whose lives desperately need to be transformed into new creations, and we get to be a part of it. The gospel that we have the privilege of presenting. So that mother who shared that story, and she shared it with me, and I'm sharing it with you, you were a part of that. You were a part of changing that kid's life forever. And then I had this week our refuge team um, on Friday, I think from about 1 o'clock until 9 o'clock in the evening, on this Friday, we're, we're just recording video testimonies of the transformation that God brought in their lives through this gospel. 
of the way that Jesus has moved into their lives and changed everything. About how moving into a deeper relationship with Christ has made their lives deeper and fuller and stronger. Some of them have gone from absolute darkness to absolute light. Some of them have been transformed in ways where they were just in religion and came into a relationship that changed everything. But guess what? You get to be a part of that happening for all the people that they will influence and all the students that they will touch. I had a retired couple um, talk to me uh, just, a, a, well, actually, week before last. A retired couple came up to me, and they're talking to me in the lobby. Um, and as they're talking to me, it's over in the other lobby leaving the traditional service. And, and the, the husband said, this has absolutely changed our lives. He said, this church, and the, meaning the church that you're a part of, but it, more importantly, the church of Jesus Christ, he said, this church is changing our lives. He said, everything is different having been a part of this. And so you get to be a part of that week in and week out. You get to see those lives change um, in that way. Uh, let, let me give you another example. I'm out walking around the neighborhoods uh, where, where I live, and this woman came walking toward me, and she said, Oh, you know, it's you. It's Pastor Jeff. And, and I said, Oh, great. It's good to see you. And we just began to walk. And as we're walking down the street together, she just so simply and so profoundly and so beautifully said, This church is changing my life. And she said, I've been a part of it for three years, and it has changed so much. You can hardly begin to imagine what it's done in my life. And she went on just talking about what a difference it's made in her life. You're a part of that. I had a, a young mother with children and a husband, and, and, and she was sharing this story just this past week. She said that Jesus coming into our lives changed a marriage that was going into disintegration, changed a family that was in disarray, and brought us together in a way like we'd never known. It has entirely changed our family. You're a part of that. So here's what I want to say. You and I are partners in the gospel. That means we all have the privilege of being a part of that. And I want to say to you that I truly thank my God every time I remember you. And in all my prayers for all of you, I always pray with joy because of your partnership in the gospel from the first day until now. That means you're taking ownership. You're taking a part in it. You're saying, this belongs to us, and I'm going to invest in it in a way that's going to transform lives. And, and I'm a part of it. Now, now what, what happens when you're a part of it is I'm watching some guys who show up here early in the morning while many of you are still in bed, and they're over setting up stuff. And, and when the services are transitioning behind us, when some of you have come out of big house and you're on your way over here to worship, they're staying over there and they're serving and, and, and digging in and throwing all they've got into it. But they're doing it not just as servants, not just as saying, well, I've got to do this because it's what Jesus said I had to do. It's because they have ownership in it, and they say, this church is changing lives, and I get to be a part of changing lives. So what's going to happen to you? What's going to happen to you when you actually become a partner and go beyond just being a customer or um, being that member, maybe beyond being a servant and being into where you take ownership and you say, I want to be a partner in this. I want to take ownership on it. What's cool about those owners that I'm talking about, like Dino's, both of the Dinos is, is owners, man, they are so invested. They are so invested because a win for what they own is a win for them. And, and, and they share it in partnership with everybody else in the process. And they invest not because they have to or because they must, because it's their heart to invest. And that's what we want for you to be able to experience. And let me tell you, you do it. 
It's just absolutely beautiful what you guys have done in your partnership in the gospel. Those that I've just described there. Also, if you're new to this church, people made radical adjustments in terms of adjusting schedules and times so that they could open up opportunities for more people to be reached with the gospel. And that's exactly what happened. Um, God reached 100 new people through this process um, that you're in because you stepped up and you were a partner in it. Let me tell you what you've done. And this is you. And if you take ownership, if you begin to own this and say, man, I'm a part of this and it can change uh, lives and I can be a part of changing lives, um, we're coming up this afternoon to do a baptism. We're going to the state park together. It's going to cost five bucks to get in, and that's what the state park charges us. If you're a customer, you're saying, is it going to be worth my five bucks? If you're a member, you're going to say, why didn't they pay the five bucks for me? I'm a member. <laughs> right? Yeah. If you're a servant, you might say, well, I wonder if I have to go. But if you're a partner, it's going to be the most exciting thing you've ever seen. There are going to be nearly 30 people either baptized or reaffirming their faith today at the baptism. Is that awesome? And I want you to get this. That's 30 lives forever changed. That's 30 homes forever changed. That's 30 people and all they influence forever changed. And you're a part of that. You can have ownership in that. I want to ask you, here's today, the altar is not going to be the big deal. What's going to be the big deal is I'm just wondering how many of you are going to come today. At 5 o'clock, we'll be doing the baptisms. Before that, a bunch of people are bringing picnics and all that kind of stuff, going down to Shelter B3 um, at the state park, and they're going to be hanging out together. At 5 o'clock, we're going to be celebrating those baptisms. If you're a partner, guess what? You don't want to miss it because you're going to be in a place where it's like, man, these people are saved because I was a part of what God called me to do. And my part resulted in their salvation and their lives being changed forever. And guys, on the 6th, we're going to get together here. Um, and, and starting in the Unite Center over here, we're going to eat a meal together. And after we eat the meal together, we're going to come in here and we're going to worship. And we're going to welcome, again, nearly 30 brand new partners to Christ United. 30 people stepping up to say, I'm going to be all in and this is my church and, and, and I'm a servant of Jesus Christ. But more than that, I own this thing. This is, this is something that I have been given and entrusted by Jesus to be a part of. And the question is, is are you going to be there? You know, Are you going to be there celebrating them and cheering them on? Are you already invested in this thing, not because you have to, because you have the privilege of doing that? Go to your app, go to the, to the website, and just go to Connect. Down at the bottom of the app in the ribbon, there's a little Connect icon. Hit Connect, and you go to Service Opportunities and jump in and start serving. Now, I got one last thing to say, and, and then I'm going to ask you to respond in your heart the way God will call you to respond. Next Sunday, 9 o'clock in the morning. Wouldn't you love to sleep in next Sunday? Wouldn't you love to, to not have to get up and be here at 9 o'clock? And if you're a customer, you're thinking, well, really, I really prefer not to be there at 9. I'll come at 10. If you are a member, then you're thinking, well, I wish you had offered at a better time that's more convenient for me. If you're a servant, you might think, well, I'll do it because I have to. But if you're a partner you realize that what's happened is you're being invited to an opportunity to become a partner. If you've never been a partner in Christ United, if you've never stepped out, the partnership track start is next week, 9 o'clock. Be here by 845 in room A 
in the Unite Center. A1. Jump in there. Come next Sunday. So I'm, I'm asking you, are you going to be here next Sunday? Or are you going to jump in and become more than what you've ever been before in relationship to what God is doing? So now here's, here's the, the place that we're going to go into an invitational time. And as we go into this invitational time, again, I'm not so much expecting who's going to be at the altar. I'm really wanting you to process this and say, God, which am I? Ask yourself the question. Have I been treating the church as though I'm a customer? And I've just been evaluating and deciding, is it giving me my money's worth? Or have I just considered myself a member and I'm looking at the privileges that I have because I have some belonging here? Have you moved up beyond that and become a servant where you're saying I serve because he's my Lord and my master and I'll serve him? That's a good place to be. But he's saying I want you more than that. I want you to be a partner in this. I want you to take ownership in this. I want you to realize that what this church does to change the world can be yours. It's something that I've entrusted to you, Jesus says. I want you to invest yourself in it, and I want you to be a part of changing the world. Guys, your church, your church today will celebrate 30 new lives in Christ. Will you be there cheering them on? It's the most beautiful thing when they go under that water and back out at that ocean baptism to hear the, the roar from the shore as people are going like, Ah, you know, God, that's awesome. Look what you've done. Is your voice going to be a part of the roar from the shore today? Um, five o'clock is when that come on down and have fun and enjoy your brothers and sisters in Christ. You know what's cool about the partnership? You ever known a family-owned business? Well, the partnership that we have in the gospel is it's not just like a partnership between two business partners. It's like a family partnership. It's people that love each other, and we get to serve with each other, and we get to celebrate with each other. Come be a part of that today. Are you going to be there? Next Sunday at 9 o'clock, if you've never become a partner, are you going to join me at 9 o'clock? I'll be leading that start class 9 o'clock next Sunday morning. Come be a part of it. Dive in. Be a part of it. If you've already become a partner but you're not yet serving, get on the app. Go to Connect. Go to, the, to Serve Opportunities and start serving. Dive in. But then I want to ask you, are you going to be here on the 6th when we get together as a family, your brothers and sisters from the other service and from this service, and we all get together? Are you going to be there, and you're going to jump in, and you're going to say, man, we're going to love each other, we're going to serve together, um, we're going to change the world together, and we're going to welcome 30 new people committing their lives to be a part of that. I invite you to stand. Now, let me, let me share with you something extremely exciting to me, and I know it will be to you as you consider this. Um, starting several years back, um, we were praying about, okay, the few were praying about, okay, the few were praying about, okay, the few were praying about, okay, the funeraries around the world through what you do. There's all kinds of things you're doing, but, but here's the deal. I want to tell you that the next decade is going to rock. And as a matter of fact, this next coming year is going to be one of the most exciting years that we've ever been a part of at Christ United. Um, and what we talked about as we sat and we started drawing things on the board and saying, okay, God, what is it you're calling us to do? Is we were saying, we ultimately need to know how many people are actually going to be investing in this. How many people are actually going to be saying, I'm going to take ownership of this. I'm going to make disciples who make disciples. I'm going to be a part of changing the world one relationship at a time. And that's what we're getting ready to get a count of, okay? What I want to know is not how many customers we have. We could have 
3,000 customers, and that's great. We love you. We want to serve you. But having 3,000 customers in our business is really not the issue. I don't even want to know, definitely don't want to know how many members we have because you can get privileges anywhere. And honestly, it's not a matter of how many people serve. We have an enormous heart of service here at Christ United. I'm so thankful for you doing that. But what we really want to know is how many people are going to own this thing? How many people are going to invest your heart in it? How many people are going to say, I can be a part of changing a campus. I can be a part of changing communities. I can be a part of changing families. I can be a part of changing lives eternally. I can be a part of something that makes a difference in this community, in this state, in this nation, in this world. And I can own that. That's what we're looking for is who are those partners. Now, guys, all that begins with that place when you realize that I want him to take my life. And I love that song, take my life, take all that I am. And we never leave a service here without giving somebody that opportunity. So you may be here and you may never have taken that step of just saying, take my life. And you realize this truth today that your life belongs to him. And he's saying, I want you to know that I gave my son to pay the price for all of your sin. And if you would come to me today, you can belong to me. You can be a part of what I'm doing to change the world. So if that's you, I want to invite you right now to just say to him, God, I need you to forgive me for all of my sin. And I believe that Jesus died for all of my sin. And now can you say to him, God, I want to be a part of whatever you're doing. I want to be your servant. And more than a servant, I want to be your partner. I want to obey you and follow you and do your will. I want you to make me yours. So I want you to teach me and make me everything you want me to be. In Jesus' name, amen. Thanks for listening to this podcast by Christ United. If you'd like to respond to today's message, or if you want to share how God is using this ministry in your life, please send us an email to media at christislove.org. Or you can connect with us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram by following at Christ United MB. Thanks again for joining us, and may God bless you.